0: This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thank you to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming
1: possible. listening to Radio Kidnapper, the voice of Paul and this is a program called...
2: Dispute Solutions.
1: And Megan Williams, and my pleasure to have you in the studio. Megan, how you been?
2: Good, absolutely good, Been a- full of oh. disputes. I've been really, really busy, lots and lots of ACC disputes. Um, I don't know what's happening to ACC, but they're certainly letting everybody down. Yeah. They pay... They're paid to um, support us if we have an accident, but for some reason they have every excuse under the sun not to. So, mind you, that keeps me busy. But That's I'd right. rather not be busy in that department. And I've also been busy with um, a lot of employment things. Also, you know, with the COVID and having to have vaccinations, I've been um, giving organisations COVID policies, mm-hmm. explaining to their. Um, employees, why they need to be vaccinated, and why they you know how they can um, possibly lose their job, and we've gone through redundancy programs, so it's been a busy, busy time.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. Let's start off with that one, for instance. And this is the the last time we'll talk for this year, but I, I suppose um, because of COVID, you've had some um, busy and. Uh, unusual cases maybe to look at but what happens so if I decide to come along to a work here at Radio Kidnappers and I say to you um because you were on the board that hey look I'm not getting um vaccinated and you say well that's part of what we need to do here and I say okay well I'm not going to I'm going to leave am I leaving or are you getting rid of me
2: no 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 you're choosing Mm. to leave yes you're choosing to not get the vaccine um and if the organisation determines by looking at how close you would be to the public,
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, how close you would be to interacting with other people, how long you would interact with them, how often you would interact with them, and whether those people that you're interacting with could be vulnerable, and of course here at the radio yes. station they are. absolutely. And, so, and also whether you're sort of in a confined space. And so there's those different things which you sort of do a bit of an audit. Mm-hmm. Um, as you say, I'm on the board, so therefore I'm, I'm your employer. Yes, you are. <laughs> and so So um, those are the things I have to look at. Now, in this instance, you've got people coming in which um, possibly are vulnerable, and so I would suggest that your job would possibly be one that you would need to be vaccinated for. Therefore, I would have to write you a letter saying that um, this particular position has become, under the legislation, a a position where you need to be vaccinated. And so I would have to give you the notice letter saying that you've got um, four weeks to do it mm-hmm. to so in other words the four weeks notice and um, so you've got an opportunity to get the get the two jabs within that time. And if you choose not to, well, then your um, position. It's not really a redundancy. Um, you know, I've been to, as you can imagine, I've been to a few seminars. Yes. Where the sort of top-notch yeah. <laughs> lawyers of the country are sort of there. And they've said that it's, it can't really be called a true um, redundancy. It will be in the future when the employment agreements have the fact that you've got to have... Uh, Double vaccines. Now, at the moment, of course, people that are in jobs weren't vaccinated to start with, so therefore their employment agreements won't have it in them. No. And so the times have changed because the law has changed... And so, therefore, it's not a true redundancy because it's not as if um, the position, because the position you originally had, of course, is still there. However, um, so so for people that have already got their employment agreements, it's not really a true redundancy. It's just that you're giving them an opportunity because the terms of their employment have changed. Of course, with the new employment agreements, so people taking on a job and, and new ones, you can put it in there. So, therefore, right from the beginning, um, they just wouldn't get the job no, unless right, they, had, exactly right. they had the jab.
1: What if, if, for instance, in my job, I could say, um, well, I could probably do 90% of my, my work from the studio without getting people like yourself in. when I mean, here you are, you're sitting in the studio opposite me right now. We're having this bit of a chin wag. I'm vaccinated, you're vaccinated, everything's above board. But I could say to to my employer, I could just tell them you're going to stay home and I'll ring them and record the program over the phone. So if I can find a reasonable solution, what happens then?
2: Well, I'm afraid the employer sets the job description, not the employee. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so if the employer, looking at the, the what they want um, and the position that they have available, um, that vacancy that they had available, um, if they want the person to be able to interact, will therefore too bad you yeah. can't dictate the terms however if you can anything can be done by agreement as long as it's lawful mm-hmm. and if you were such an important um, radio announcer mm. that yes. we couldn't do without yeah. you we may consider yeah. looking at something like that and so every case is slight can be slightly different but you can't just say look I think I'm going to work from home now I can do all my telephoning mm. for my people at home blah 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 it just doesn't work like that and and really you know each case um, is different for instance you might be mowing people's lawns. You might be working for somebody mowing people's lawns. Now, if the people where you're mowing, perhaps you've got an elderly couple, and they are vulnerable, and they don't want you a a person that hasn't been vaccinated, albeit Mm -hmm. they're outside and, you know, they might not be close to you, you might never see them. But if they don't want a person that's unvaccinated on their property, that's their right. And so if they would then cancel their contract with the, the owner of the, lawn mowing Mm -hmm. company and therefore they they wouldn't have any work for that person if if that most of their clients were like that well then they wouldn't so that's that's the part which can be a bit tricky because all of a sudden the work dries up you haven't got position for people that aren't vaccinated
1: is that a bit of a gray area there i mean that's a good example that you use about someone to come to mow the lawn because uh, if i came to mow your lawn for instance probably take me a week and a half or so big but (laughs) you will not you you're probably going to be inside I'm going to be outside mowing all lawn. I'm going to be 20 metres away from you. Would I have a fair case if I took that contract to arbitration and said, look, I don't even come near these people?
2: Well, there is no body that you could take it to because the reality is people have got a right to you know, say, I don't want that person on my property. Mm-hmm. And what would happen in this case is the people would say to the, employee, the people that they're paying the money to, I don't want to have you anymore yeah. because you're not going to provide me with somebody that isn't, that is double jabbed, and so and that's their prerogative. I mean, I can't think of any anywhere you could unless you, unless you could accuse them of discriminating sure. or anything like that. But I can't see where uh, a person's got a right to if they don't want to have someone. I mean, you're absolutely correct. It is beyond you know it's mm. ridiculous yeah. because you, they might never ever be in a cooey of them. You'd be closer to somebody. When you you know the letterman come, then person yeah, delivering a letter right. in the letterbox, but but the reality is that in a in a business, when you're contracting people, you've got a right to to sort of, or you say I don't want you anymore. I don't yeah. well, you know you've got a right to who you employ and who you don't.
1: You raised that very uh, awful word discrimination, and that there are people out there now saying it is discrimination that people who uh, haven't been vexed are being discriminated by against by many people. Have they got a, um, a fair barrow to push there or not?
2: Well, I think um you know the law is that if you're interacting with people well like I explained before, mm-hmm. and that's the sort of yeah. audit level in employment um and so that you can't really be if if the employer looks at the bigger picture and does that audit and you um dig your toes in well, then they've got to, they can dismiss you because because you're not meeting the terms that have you know have mm-hmm. become the terms of your employment um however, I think um You know, it is a grey area, and as far as... I mean, look at Christmas time. You've got families at the moment which are divided. Mm. Now, I've got a granddaughter that's not vaccinated, but I must admit, she's more than welcome to come to our place for Christmas. However, there may be somebody else in my family that's Mm -hmm. coming for Christmas dinner. I haven't heard currently whether there is anybody that's going to object to her coming, um, but that's the problems that may possibly arise. Now, is that discrimination or isn't it? We'd have to look up the d- definition of discrimination, you know, I mean it's not usually something like that, it's usually to do with race or age or sex or you know, yeah. orientation. so, but um, I know that a lot of people are they believe it's their right mm-hmm. and to have, what does it fascinate me is there's several things, for instance, this granddaughter of mine um when she was a baby she was very 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 prim, and all sorts of things went into her body to keep her alive mm. and that's where you know and you see the people with tattoos mm. all over them so to me a lot of it's yeah a bit strange but anyway i shouldn't be prattling on about that no. all i'm my you know i have to look at what the law is sure. and i have to look at, at being fair and giving people an opportunity um, and, yeah, and I mean, everybody in the country, the government's working through it, aren't they? They're trying to work through all these things.
1: There are some businesses that could operate under the uh, the structure that we have taken on board here at Radio Kidnappers is no vax, no entry. If we wanted to clock back a couple of weeks, we were operating under a system where um, you could come in, as long as you wore your mask, and we wore our mask, and we were at a safe distance from each other. Mm-hmm. I, I suppose someone could argue the point that I could come in here two weeks ago under those, that scenario, which was the law back then, and now you was saying I can't come in. So would they have a fair argument or because we have made an arbitrary decision to go along with what well, the Well, that's government...
2: where your case law kicks in. Mm-hmm. That's where, um, you know, the government makes the legislation, yeah. the it goes through government and it becomes a law. But then... Half of the rules we live by are sort of determined by case law. And so unless they've been tested, like that chap that tested them about having to go into quarantine, mm-hmm. and then now another guy has also, I think he's paid for it, that first guy paid for it, um, to go and test it. And, and they won because yes. they, they wanted to go and quarantine in a safe environment in their own place They wanted to self-isolate. So um, I think... It, the case law will determine in the future of whether it's discriminatory or not, mm. and and so I, we can't say now because no. there hasn't been enough time evolved to develop that case law.
1: Has it been a minefield for you, or is it going to be a minefield for you?
2: Um, well, we seem to uh, what what these seminars and things have identified with the sort of top notch lawyers it, is that it is. Um, we don't know a lot. We have to see how it pans out. We have to see what goes through the courts. Um, when I've had clients, we've worked quietly through to try and, um, you know, sort everything mm-hmm. out. And I think it's just been open and up upfront, give them plenty of opportunities to explain that the reason why they can't, you know, work. I've had people in the health um environment and of course that was the legislation that they had to be vaccinated. I've also had um, people in the meat works, uh, they, were, they were engineering and um, they worked in the meat works. Now in the meat working with food and everything like that you've got to be vaccinated and so this organisation yep. we had to get everybody vaccinated otherwise there wouldn't be a job for them because that was what they did. That was their biggest client and there wasn't any other work. So you just, from my point of view and dispute solutions, we've each client that comes up each situation we've dealt with.
1: So what's going to happen moving forward from an employer's point of view, I mean, for instance, um, you quite rightly stated, you're my employer, and I'm sure if I looked at my contract, which I never have, that my contract wouldn't say, you can't work out Radio Kidnappers if you haven't been double vaccinated. So that was the
2: point I was making before. No, the contracts. Yes, you, yeah, in theory, you should yeah. redo them if that's what the situation is. But I think the way it will work probably is that as new people come in, mm-hmm. and also you can have a COVID policy now. I've. Um, written out a COVID policy and given it to a lot of my clients and it's just like policies and procedures are in all organisations and usually the employment agreement will say adhere to the policies and procedures of the company and so that can be a um, policy the COVID policy and that would be you know it has the the distancing and all that.
1: So the company has to write a COVID policy and has to present it to the employees and say moving forward that you have to abide by this. Did they have to sign it?
2: Um, no, but you've got to consult with them mm-hmm. um because you know you could it hasn't been challenged you They could say you're changing the terms of my mm. employment by an unjustifiable action, yes. and that's a personal grievance, yeah, so once those things are tested through the courts, um and of course they haven't been yet, it's yeah. just early days
1: so that could be interesting moving forward, it
2: certainly could be, because,
1: like you say, you are changing the uh, everyone's contract and they could quite rightly come back and say, well. I wasn't hired under this uh, agreement, and now you're all of a sudden telling me that oh, because I won't do this, I'm but out. But, of
2: course, it's the, it's the legislation yes. that we have to adhere to. We can't just make up our own minds. Everything's yeah. got to adhere to the legislation within the country.
1: No, you're right. You're listening to Radio Kidnappers, the voice of Bay. This is a program called Dispute Solutions. So we're t- today talking about everything to do with disputes. We're going to take a break, have a song. When we come back, we'll talk some more to Megan about Dispute Solutions. You're back on Radio Kidnappers, the voice of Hawkspayer. This is a program called Dispute Solutions. We have Megan Williams in uh, the studio having a bit of a chin wag about all things good happening in her world. Uh, just to remind our listeners, Megan, if we want some help, some advice, either from an employee's point of view or uh, an employer's point of view, because you work both ways, don't you? I do. How do we get how do we get in touch with you? 06
2: 878 5607 My cell phone is on that number if I'm not there. Um, or you can email me on Megan at disputesolutions.com nz, Go and have a look on our website nz, and you'll see the services that we provide You'll also see a picture of me taken about 20 years ago It's <laughs> a very nice
1: picture of you as well by the way Those pearls are lovely, have you still got those pearls?
2: i still got, I've got them on <laughs> right. I laughed yesterday I mowed the lawns and I put the, my overalls on because I put overalls on to mow the lawns in case the stones sort of splash up yeah. against my legs and I still had my pearls on and I always think of you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> laughing at me in the garden
1: with my pearls on. <laughs> All right, just remind our listeners one more time, uh, Megan. If we want to get hold of you, how do we do that?
2: Oh six eight seven eight five six zero seven, and they can you can get the phone numbers on the website www.disputesolutions.co.nz nz or send me an email Megan at dispute nz.
0: This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thank you to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.